Imagine if you could sit down at your desk in the morning, piping hot coffee in hand, you could pop open your laptop, double click on a document on your desktop that says life plan, so you could check on what's happening this week, this month, or even this year. Well, I wanna help you create that plan. Let's spend five days together making a roadmap for your future so that you can live all the rest of your days on purpose. Yes, you can own the future that's coming your way. The five-day Own Your Future Challenge is absolutely free to join, and I've got a spot with your name on it. Don't let another week, month, year, or even decade pass you by without owning the vision for who you want to become and the impact you want to make while you're alive. This is five free days of learning from incredible world leaders, helping you to uncover who you truly are and leading you to craft a roadmap and set goals aligned with the future meant for you. This is important. Join me and other amazing global leaders and experts to help you own your future starting May 11th. You can join right now for free at jennaschallenge.com. That's jennaschallenge.com for the five-day Own Your Future Challenge. I can't wait to see you there. What is your job? What is an integrator in your own words? I mean, keeper of the keys, wrangler yes. of operations, <laughs> like a variety of titles we could use here. Hey, my name is Jenna Kutcher, and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing, numbers, and helping you to navigate both the messy and the magical seasons of this thing called life. I'm a small town mama who took a $300 camera, grew a successful photo biz, and now I work from home and run a seven-figure online business. I teach you the tried and true secrets to building a career you adore. Shy away from the real talk? (laughs) No way. Money, hardship, growth, loss, and marketing are all topics we discuss here. Think of this as your one-stop shop for happy hour with a gal pal mixed with business school. Pull up a seat, make sure you're cozy, and get ready to be challenged and encouraged while you learn. This is the Gold Digger Podcast. Each time I make a new hire for my team, I literally think to myself, how did we survive without this person? This sentiment is especially true when it comes to Marissa Vittoria, my integrator. Pre-Marissa, we were all honoring our own workflows, existing in a constant loop of Google Docs and Slack messages, and seeing what we're capable of now, we definitely were not reaching our fullest potential. So what is an integrator? What does an integrator do? Do you need one for your team? And how can you be your own integrator and establish systems to get your business achieving more? I am so excited to formally introduce you to Marissa, but admittedly nervous for her to reveal the systems that we didn't quite have in place before she joined our team. Hey, it's all in the spirit of helping you learn from where we've already been. Here she is, my integrator, Marissa. The secret behind my website design is Tonic. They've created a collection of customizable websites that are super stunning and wicked easy to update. Save 20% on your Tonic site at tonicsiteshop.com with the code GOLDDIGGER. That's T-O-N-I-C-S-I-T-E-S-H-O-P.com and the code GOLDDIGGER. If you're still mailing contracts via snail mail and tracking payments with a pen and paper and managing your business with anything other than a seamless project management system, it is time for HoneyBook. Start your free trial plus get 50% off your annual subscription at jennacutcher.com slash HoneyBook. 
So this morning I woke up and I was so excited and I told Drew, guess who I'm interviewing today? And he said, who? And I said, Marissa. So welcome to the show. (laughs) I am so excited to have another member of Team JK on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here too. I always make this kind of rule where I'm like, someone has to work for me for a year before we air an episode. And it's kind of crazy when we think back that we're like coming up on a year of being together. And we'll talk all about the work that we do together now. But before we dive on into all of that, talk to us a little bit about who Marissa is. What did you do before you were on the team? What did your daily work life look like? Like, give us the full picture of Marissa pre Jenna Kutcher. Oh, I'm so ready. Okay. I'm taking you back to the beginning. I grew up in small business. That has been my entire life. So my parents have together owned and operated a restaurant franchise for over 30 years now. And most people listening have probably never heard of it. It's called Arthur Treacher's Fish and Chips, which is super similar to Long John Silver's, but totally better. And (laughs) thinking back to kind of one of my earliest memories working in the stores, It's like standing on a milk crate at the age of six, filling pop during Lent in one of the stores. And so growing up in small business, especially in their restaurants, truly built my core work ethic. And then from there, I graduated high school and my dad asked that question, do you want to come into the family business? And I was a very strong headed youth and I declined. And looking back, I think he saw business in my blood, but Mm. I was adamant on paving my own path. So fast forward, I went to college, started in applied health sciences, ended in communications. And then the summer before my final semester, I went to an internship fair with two friends. And this is kind of funny because my intention was not to go to the internship fair to find an internship for myself. It was truly to be a hype girl um, Mm. for my friends. And they wanted to stop at Target's booth. It was the last stop on our rounds. And so we did. And you know me, I'll talk to anyone. So one of the store team leaders starts a convo with me. We totally click. The next thing I know, I'm in the midst of an aggressive interview process. (laughs) And I mean, you know, you've been there also. You've totally been there. So from there, I get accepted into this internship program. I become this intern within HR and I do an extended internship with them. And then I'm offered a full-time position to be a human resource executive team leader. So that starts my career. I then transitioned from that assignment to my second HR assignment with Target to our highest volume store in Cleveland. And to be perfectly honest, I am just miserable. I am miserable to my core. And I had just completed my third year of holidays in retail, obviously, and I just knew I needed more. I just did. And just like you, I needed to get out of that windowless office. So I applied to over 200 positions, something crazy like that. And I had my eyes set on anything that had a set nine to five weekends plus Mm -hmm. holidays off. Like that was the dream at that time. If I could just get that nine to five, we would be a okay. And after so many no's, which I'm very grateful for now, 
I took a 50% pay cut, started my master's in education, and landed in managing a small business accelerator, which is housed in a local community college here in Cleveland. And that's really where my love of small business was reignited. And within that, you know, small business accelerator, we were giving small business owners a practical education on how to scale. And through that, I found that most, if not all of them, got stuck in the weeds and working in their business instead of on it. And the one solution to that problem is actually hiring a virtual assistant. So I started a virtual assistant business called Virtual Zen. I felt it was the best next step to continue serving small business owners, which I love to do, while also being able to come into their business with very minimal overhead. So it just seemed like a perfect solution for me and again, to serve them. And so within that business, I offered a mix of services, building systems, implementing online tools to aid in streamlining those systems, administrative, very much like inbox and calendar management, as well as Pinterest strategy as a specialty. So I was really all over the board in the services in which I offered. And after driving that ship for about three years, I arrived at a place where I really wanted to make an impact at a higher level. I wanted to serve at a higher scale. I wanted to stop trading my time for dollars because at the end of the day, it wasn't sustainable or scalable. So ironically, I had also said on multiple occasions, if only I could band together with an idea person, a visionary, I could execute the heck out of anything. (laughs) And then I met you. (laughs) So do I believe in putting words out into the universe? Yes. Yes, I most definitely do. And as you said, in August, you know, it'll be a year that we've been together, which is crazy at this point to really comprehend. So that is how I got from there to here. <laughs> so crazy. There are so many parallels in our journey. And it's funny because as you're talking, I'm just smiling like my cheeks hurt because I remember seeing your LinkedIn application come through. And right off the bat, you are just this front runner where I'm like, oh, she made it through the target interview process. She yes. worked there. She has the <laughs> HR background. I mean, there's just so much of what you've done and what you do that made you the perfect person to come on my team. But let's talk about this because we teach people how to be entrepreneurs. You are an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. Describe for me that pivot from entrepreneur to employee. Like, How did that feel for you? Because you have this passion for small business and now you're kind of closing one door and opening another. So walk me through what that was like for you. Totally. And I'm going to be 100% transparent and say it was actually really challenging for me to make the transition. And, you know, I said yes to coming on board. And then following that yes was two weeks of offboarding my entire client roster, getting prepped to come meet you. And I was right smack in the middle of a six month mastermind. So there was also a mindset transition that needed to happen. And for a hot second, I honestly felt almost like a failure. And it's not that I wasn't super excited about this role and what we could do together because we have similar missions to serve and how we want to serve. And so, again, it wasn't a lack of like excitement of what is to come, but it was almost like a loss and a sadness of closing the door to what was. Mm -hmm. And so I also struggled with how to articulate the transition and at the core, my identity as I Mm -hmm. transitioned from I'm Marissa, the business 
business owner to Marissa, I'm the integrator, which mm-hmm. is also a title that most people have never heard of. Yes, <laughs> so, that, yeah. so that's another layer where they're like, I understand business owner. I don't understand integrator. So that's an additional conversation on that. But it took me about six months to really shift that personally, where I learned that I could be both an entrepreneur and an employee. I didn't have to identify with just being one or the other, and that you can actually utilize entrepreneurship to connect your career stepping stones. Mm -hmm. So that's where I've transitioned to, but it was definitely a rockier transition than I had anticipated when coming on board. I 100% understand that. And I think one thing too, a lot of people on our team have similar backgrounds where they had their own business, they were serving multiple clients, and then they ended up coming onto our team to make a bigger impact with one person. And I also think that part of that desire was in seeking balance and being able to get back to a place where you can shut down at the end of the day. And I think for entrepreneurs, that can be really hard, but for employees, it can sometimes almost invoke more balance because you have more autonomy to work by that eight hour clock versus 24 seven. Does that make sense? I love that. And that's exactly how I feel. And it just came to, to the point where I needed to get there myself to understand that. And now looking back over a year, And then in comparison to, you know, last year when I was full-time in my business, it just, you can see the difference in how I feel overall and the balance and so forth. So you are exactly right. Okay. So let's talk about integrator. So before I allow you to answer this question, I want to make two points. So if you go back to an episode with Dean and I, a coaching episode, it was pre-Marissa, pre-having an integrator, where he talked about a book called Rocket Fuel and talked about these roles of visionaries and integrators. And so First things first, Marissa is the example of doing the work that a coach coaches you in. But secondly, I also have to explain integrator a lot because I tell every single person I meet, oh my gosh, you have to hire an integrator. Let me tell you how my life has changed since I hired an integrator. And so let's first hear how you would describe what you do, what is your job, what is an integrator in your own words? I mean, keeper of the keys, wrangler of operations, like (laughs) a variety of titles we could use here. But no, an integrator, in my words, is the glue to an organization. Mm -hmm. An integrator effectively and efficiently puts the puzzle pieces together. They're almost like a puzzle master in my mind so that the bigger picture and the you know, the company or business, whatever that looks like, can serve your audience with excellence while, you know, ensuring the organization can scale. Mm -hmm. Um, That's really one of the biggest components of this role is being able to either fix processes or systems or create new ones that make the business scalable. Yeah. You know, I'm sure you think about this day often too, but I remember when we were sitting at Starbucks and Marissa flew into Duluth. We had two full days of training, basically nothing to like get her onboarded. And one thing that I think I have to give you so much credit for is that 
a lot of times when people hire, they're filling a position that already exists, but you were basically creating your own position, something that didn't ever exist on our team or in my business prior to your arrival. And that can hold a lot of challenges in and of itself. But the other thing that I think of when I think back to that day to kind of explain it from my point of view is like my integrator, Marissa, basically runs the show. So I come up with an idea, but in order for that idea to actually be executed and come to fruition, Marissa has her hands in every single piece of the puzzle in order to put it together to completion. And I think a lot of times entrepreneurs are these idea people where we're like, yeah, let's do this. Let's launch that. Let's create this. But there are a million steps between that idea all the way to completion. And the integrator is the person that organizes, that communicates, that sets deadlines, that follows up. And it's a lot of the things that as your business grows, you start to drop the ball on as a leader. So I mean, I brag about you and I am convinced that every single person needs a you. So let's talk about you come from this VA background. You have your own business. You've done all sorts of work in the entrepreneurial space. What skills did you have to learn and what came more naturally to you when it comes to this integrator role? Yes. So let's start with the natural pieces. So one of the biggest takeaways I took from Rocket Fuel was that to really be successful in this partnership, because that's what I do believe the visionary and integrator role to be. It's a partnership. It's almost like a second marriage because honestly, (laughs) like I spend, you are the second person in my life I spend the most time with. So it has to be that to be successful. And so being able to know how to work with an entrepreneur And having that background is the first thing for me that came natural because with working with an entrepreneur, you have to understand how to be resilient and quickly adaptable Mm -hmm. to be able to pivot at a moment's notice and to be able to jump in and fix whatever fire needs to be fixed without needing to pull your visionary in at all times. So that was something that came very naturally to me, just being in that space and working with so many different small business owners. The second thing that came really natural to me was actually coming in and paving my own path, like you had noted about this role not existing before me. So that was actually a positive for me. I really enjoyed that aspect because it's given me a lot of room and space to create what I think needs to happen in this role to really build the bigger picture. And so for me, I have been able to, you know, hone my communication skills and my leadership skills that came from leading very large teams at Target and then kind of compiled, stretched that, morphed it, whatever you want to call it, to work in small business as well. So those are the items that came really, really naturally to me was just leading a team, being able to work with an entrepreneur, pivoting quickly and just communication all around. Now, the things that I struggled with were actually more of the strategic pieces. And I say that because I don't know if you've ever played Euchre. Have you, have you ever I heard of that game? I haven't, but I've watched it. It looks very complicated. <laughs> okay. It's a Midwest game. Um, there's not a lot of people that play it. But my point here is that Euchre is a card game where you have to be strategic in playing. And the reason why most people hate this game is because it's 
really hard to learn because you just don't understand the strategy yet. You have to continue to play and play to be able to really get it down and then start to add in your own feels of strategic kind of like nuances that you pick up yourself. And so I actually align this role with that because coming into someone's business and learning their strategic approach and what that looks like is complicated because you're learning how they see the world or how they see, you know, the action and you then need to learn, okay, why did they decide to do that? Why does that make sense? And then also, how do you start to be creative and thinking through your own ways of being strategic? And so that piece has been challenging for me. And then always learning any new tool, right? So in my VA business, I learned a variety of tools that you can utilize in an online business. And that's great. It gives you a foundation of a skill set to learn tools very quickly. But at the same time, there's going to be a learning curve, which, you know, whatever new thing that you're encountering. And so I would say that's always just going to be a commonality with a struggle and a learning curve, too. If you need help creating and sending contracts, getting signatures on said contracts, managing project timelines and more, try HoneyBook. Go to jennacutcher.com slash HoneyBook for a free trial plus 50% off your subscription. HoneyBook is the tool that you need to create a real system for your invoices, contracts, messages, questionnaires, timelines, all the things all in one place. You have end-to-end project tracking, which was integral not just for my sanity, but for when I brought on a team that helped me carry out each client experience. Everything for each client stored in one place was the gift I didn't even know I needed until I couldn't do business without it. Listen, full honesty here, I was one of those people with stacks of papers and file folders scattered all over the place, just kind of saying a little prayer that I didn't forget a fine line detail. Don't be like pre-HoneyBook Jenna. HoneyBook integrates with all kinds of other things like QuickBooks, Calendly, Google Calendar, Gmail, Zapier, and more. Go to jennacutcher.com slash HoneyBook for a free trial plus 50% off of your subscription when you sign up. You don't need to be a coding expert to get a gorgeous strategically designed website that converts for your business. You just need Tonic Site Shop, the secret behind my website design. Get 20% off at tonicsiteshop.com with the code Gold Digger. Before Tonic, I didn't really know what an asset a great unique website could be for my business. I didn't know that someone could leave my site feeling like they know me or that it could just take them from a casual observer to a raving fan within just a few minutes. If you're tired of being embarrassed by your website or you know it should be better, but you don't actually have the money to make it better, you've got to go check out Jen and Jeff from Tonic. They've created a collection of customizable websites that are super stunning and wicked easy to update. If you know your website isn't as good as it should be and you're riding the struggle bus trying to figure out how everyone else seems to have gorgeous websites, I have some advice. Buy a Tonic site. Save 20% off using the code GOLDDIGGER at tonicsiteshop.com. That's T-O-N-I-C-S-I-T-E-S-H-O-P.com. Can I bring up one additional point that I think is so important in, in an integrator role that you harness just so well. So one of the things that is interesting about the integrator role, and when I explain it to people is that you're not necessarily an expert in any of the processes. Mm. You are an expert in the management of those processes. And I think that a lot of times 
we want to step in and add value and answer questions and understand everything. And what you have gotten just so good at is taking a step back. And instead of having the answers, like sourcing the answers with the people on our team, like we have this roster on this team. I know I challenged you a lot at the beginning where it was like, you don't need to bring answers to the table. Like we've got the answers within, like now we've just got to put those pieces of the puzzle together. And I think that's an interesting piece of being an integrator, specifically knowing your background and your skill set and what you've come from. You've been the answers girl. And now it's like, you're the management girl. And that's a huge shift mentally. And also like Enneagram, if we dig into that, it's a whole nother thing, but just wanting to to show up and add that value. And it's like the value you add is sometimes unseen, but it's not unnoticed. Does that make sense? I am so happy you brought that up. Yes, that is spot on. And I didn't even pull that piece because we have naturally kind of shifted over the last few months in that dynamic. But yeah. that was such a hard learning curve too for me. You are so right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's hard for anyone because I think that you know, the integrator, like everyone on our team has a very specific role and a very specific lane that they stay in. And that's just their area of expertise. And they're the go-to person. And it's like, you're the go-to person for the entire business. And it would be impossible for you to understand every single piece of every strategy and every role of every job. However, you do that through the work that you do, which is organization and communication and execution. And I think that a lot of times, those things feel less important or less valued, but without them, the whole ship would sink. I love that. Let's talk about having worked with our team. We have such an amazing team. Oh my goodness. Oh, um, what are some trends that you see when it comes to inefficiencies or disorganization? And I laugh and I also cringe at this question because when you came on, there were a lot of them. <laughs> oh man. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> There's, it, there was not huge gaps by any means, but we'll dive in here. So one of the first things that I started to notice for inefficiencies, and you just noted this. So our team is amazing and they all work in the areas of expertise, as you said. However, when I started to dig into those different areas, I realized that we were primarily working within those silos. And so to scale again and to integrate all these things together, we needed to break those silos down a little bit. And so that was one of the first areas I started to try to connect the dots of how do we communicate the overall picture and everything that's happening to every single silo so that everyone is performing and creating in their areas. But then they're also starting to think about the bigger picture. And then we can also have ideas and things that go into how to execute and make that actual thing happen. And so that was one of the first things. Um, The second things is that we have an obsession with Google Docs. Yes, we do. I, I don't know if anyone out there also has an obsession like ours. It is very so many docs. We love them. So many docs. And that can be very daunting. And it's not that we don't have everything, you know, 
notated, which is a trend that I also see people miss. It's not that we don't have things documented by any means. It's that we just have a lot of docs where they all are. So it was about organizing and bringing those in to one system, one repository in place that we could start to house things that we can reference and organize and so forth to be super efficient. One of the other areas too is just you are the master key. Like you have created all of this from the ground up. And so having to create systems individually, which all of our team has done in their areas, again, they have different systems that work with what needs to happen in production for their areas. But then for you, like, working with you and learning how to extract that information from you Mm -hmm. um, in the time that we have together so that I can learn and again, understand the overall process and then how to either make it better or, you know, change it, whatever that looks like as well. So those are a few areas where I came in and noticed that we had just a few inefficiencies. (laughs) I laugh because I remember Again, at Starbucks when I was like, yeah, we have a team of four or something. (laughs) And then as the day continued on, I was like, oh, but this is our contractor for this. And then this person does this. By the end, it was like a list of 20 people. And I think one of the things that motherhood forced me to do is like relinquish the ability to like keep all the balls in the air. And I recognize I'm like, oh my gosh, no wonder why I feel like I'm flailing. Like I'm trying to manage 20 people while being the visionary, the face, the voice, the brand. And so it was just funny because I just remember like all these things as you're getting acquainted, it's like, yeah, we have four people on salary. And then it's like, actually we have like 20 people we talk to. And there's just so many things where you're like, I think that's the difference between surviving and thriving as a business owner is like understanding where to relinquish control and like what that looks like in terms of creating a better system for everyone. That's your secret sauce. Okay. I want to know, tell me about a win that you're proud of as it relates to your role. Like walk me through something that's worth celebrating because I think there are so many things worth celebrating in what you do. And I want for you to kind of paint a picture of what an integrator can do for a team and a business. Remember, we're like basically selling that everyone needs a you. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. So one of my biggest wins, I'm really, really proud of this, is implementing and integrating our use of the system Monday. If anyone has heard of the tool Monday, it is my favorite tool. And I have tried so many, especially being in my business and then trying to figure out and implement systems and platforms of that nature into other businesses. So I've been around the block with them. Monday (laughs) is my all time fave. I will tell you right now. So I am so proud of not only us, you know, sourcing that system and implementing it, but to get our team on board with Mm -hmm. it. And I cannot express enough that if you are going to try to find a tool that you want to have your team get on, to have buy in with, you know, to get on board with, I cannot recommend enough intentionally rolling it out 
very slowly mm-hmm. because this is something I do remember after you had let me pick our tool. Cause you actually let me pick Monday when you were like, yep. pick whatever tool you want. And I was like, that's yep. the one I love it. Yes. So I wanted to go all in, like, let's just, you know, put it, everyone will start working in it. It'll be great. And you were like, let's go in phases. Like, yeah. let's start with our punch list. Let's then start with, you know, doing our, next update and the items that need to be done to do that update. And then let's do our next launch and actually break the launch out into this. And so by doing it in phases, we've now come to a place where we're under a year and we have our whole team operating in that system. And so that yeah, by leaps and bounds is probably one of the things I'm most proud of, one of my biggest wins on this team. And the second one would be our team time. I love Mm, our team time. And what that means, guys, is that we on Tuesdays, we have an hour about of team time where we connect and we talk about what's happening, where we're going, how life is in general. And so I just feel that that's like really, really bonded us in such an even bigger way as a team, too. That's such a good call out because when I, even before you came on, like we had never, I had never met most of my contractors in the flesh. And I think that with your addition and like the push to do like a weekly team meeting, like things that used to feel trapping to me are now like joy bringers, but it also just makes us all work so much better together and communicate like, Hey, I'm going to partner with you. And I think that one thing that you don't even realize you brought on was this the connection and and stopping people from working strictly in their silos. And it's been so amazing for me as a leader, because someone will come to me with something and I'm like, no, 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 connect with this person or connect with Marissa on this. And it, it also frees me back up to get back into that visionary place, which is huge because I think that that synergy is unstoppable. And to your point of the Monday thing, for those of you who don't know what Monday is, it's this incredible incredible project management software. And it's also really pretty. I remember when we looked at it together and we're like, it's color coded and you can change it and move it. And being able as a leader to log in and Marissa literally makes my task list for the week. So instead of me logging in and being like, I don't know what I need to do today, or I don't know what I need to review, or I don't know who's waiting on me for something, which were the things that genuinely stressed me out the most as an entrepreneur and as a leader, it's been so life-changing for me. It's so funny when I work with other people, I'll literally open Monday and I'll be like, look at Marissa built this for me so that I can log in. And it changed from me feeling like I was just a hamster on a wheel to me logging off at the end of the day, knowing what's coming up tomorrow, what I've gotten accomplished today and where we're at as a team. And it's just been the most life-giving shift as an entrepreneur to be able to do that. And so it's like, can you imagine everyone just listening, close your eyes unless you're driving and imagine logging in and having this to-do list prioritized by priority, timeline, knowing what you need to do for the day and being able to close your computer at 5 p.m., and see what you've accomplished. Like that's what an integrator can do. And that's like worth its weight in gold. So I want to know 
because now we've done such a good job. (laughs) (laughs) If hiring an integrator isn't in the budget for someone right now, what can they be doing to become their own integrator? What would that look like until that time comes that they're ready? Yeah, so I have a couple of ideas here that I think could be helpful. So first and foremost, if you are not at the place where you can hire a full-time integrator, but you are at a place where you can have a contractor, I would start by sourcing a VA, a virtual assistant yourself. And either a VA or an online business manager and OBM. And I say that because I think that is a great place to start where if you find the right talent and the right partnership, you could potentially build off of that relationship to transition into an integrator role. So that's one area of looking at the talent that you could potentially source that you could mold or train to grow in to an integrator position when the time is right. Now, if you're not at a place where a contractor is in the budget either, then what I would really recommend that you do is start to look at your processes and the systems that you have in place. And if you haven't automated them yet, do it. If you don't know how to do it or you don't feel that that would be a valuable use of your time, then find someone who can help you do it because I definitely recommend automating before you delegate and then writing down and documenting all of your processes and your standards. This is such a miss that I see so many people do in their businesses that when they are ready for that position to become available, they're backtracking and doing three times the work to try to then articulate what needs to be done and how you want it done. So get it out of your brain and onto a document or do whatever needs to be done so that you can hand those things off to ensure that that role is ready to rock when you are ready for it as well. Mm, I love that. That's such good advice. I want to know what is a day in the life like? Like walk me through what your days look like cuz they're always changing, but I'm sure someone's thinking, okay, maybe I could be an integrator. What does that entail? (laughs) Totally. They are always changing. So something I do try to implement, which we do on the full Team JK, is my big three, which starts at the beginning of my day. It's the three things that I want to get accomplished before I dive into other tasks like checking my email and so forth. And my big three, again, change. And sometimes one of my big three is connecting with you and working out our game plan because we have to be strategic with all of the pieces at play and the individuals that are going to execute those pieces. And so my day can look like connecting, strategizing, It's daily touch points with the team. I like to check in, make sure everyone has what they need, feels good, and answer any questions they may have or anything that's holding us up. And then I'm getting into execution. So I'm moving the needle in whatever way that looks like, whether I'm swapping, you know, a page on show it for us, whether I'm pulling together a compilation of data or information that we can pass to then a contractor to then begin their project. So those are just a few ideas. But after I'm through the execution, then it typically revolves back to circling back and ensuring that we've looped in every party for the plan, whether that's for the day plan, the weekly plan, ensure that we're at a good place that when we start the next day, 
we're ready to rock as well. So it is a shuffling of, you know, planning, execution, planning, and so much communication, an overabundance of communication. Yes. I love that. And it's from a leadership standpoint, it's like Marissa is the person that I talk to the most (laughs) bar none. And I always start with Marissa first and then figure out who else do we need to loop in for certain things. So it's like Marissa and I are in constant communication throughout the entire day, just about where things are at or who needs to be followed up with. And so it's like, she's my right hand. And it's also almost provided this buffer between myself and the rest of the team, not in a bad way, but in a protecting my time and energy so that I am, you know, executing on the vision. And so it's been this incredible way of creating this leadership system within the business where now the team goes to Marissa to get things onto my to-do list versus going directly to me and maybe derailing or, you know, kind of pulling my focus from something that's more important. So it's been so crazy. It's been so awesome (laughs) though. I will say we have found our groove and it feels good. Yes. That's the other thing I want to note too, for anyone who does decide they're at a place to bring on an integrator or to begin this partnership. You know, I would definitely say that this is a learning curve and it's not just a learning curve for the integrator. It's a learning curve for the visionary as well. It's a delicate dance and it's a synergy as you see. And so I would challenge you to give yourself grace as you navigate that partnership and building a really strong relationship because you can do beautiful things we've done. And as I look to the future, I'm excited for what's to come and what we can build together too. So it's truly such an awesome partnership. Yeah, it is. And it is just so life-giving for every single person on the team, for me, for you. It's really, it's just a really, really cool role. And I think if I could go back in time, it's something that I needed long ago. However, the perfect person came at the perfect time, which is the best thing. Okay. I need to know, what are you excited about in life right now? Like it's been such an interesting year. We've navigated a lot of things, but what in your world is just bringing you joy these days? I am just so excited, you know, in total for a new year to come, to be perfectly <laughs> honest, it, it has been just a very challenging year and just in the climate of the world in itself. And I think our team just in our hearts as humans, we just feel so much and we want mm-hmm. so badly to serve our audience well. And so I'm really looking forward to not only a new year, but also a new year together. Because as I just said, you know, the integrator role is a learning curve. I would definitely agree that it takes about a year, if not more, to really settle into this role. And I'm personally looking forward to getting into year two for myself and making even more magic. So that's what I'm looking forward to just as a holistic picture. And then personally, too, you know, we have some exciting things happening. I'm turning 30 in just a month or so. I got a wedding in the horizon. So those are just some personal things I can't wait for as well. 
So exciting. You know what I'm excited for? I'm excited to float in the pool at the Andaz and drink margaritas with our team again someday, hopefully sooner than later, because coming together as a team is like the best, best, best way to spend time and to dream up what's next, which is exciting. I can't wait. All right, Miss Marissa, we better get back to work. We've got a team call to jump on in just a few minutes. But thank you, thank you, thank you so much for coming on the show today and for letting people peek behind the curtain. I think that your role is one that invokes curiosity. And for people that need a starting point, like Rocket Fuel is an incredible, it's a little bit dry, I'm not going to lie, but it's an incredible book to help understand just the different roles within a business And if you're ever curious who my right-hand gal is, you just got the pleasure of meeting her. So thank you so much, Marissa, for coming on the show today. Thank you for having me. Let's get back to it. All right. I hope you love today's episode as much as I do. Marissa has been an absolute joy to work with and a critical piece of the puzzle when it comes to my team. Just seeing the difference in both her and I since she started about a year ago, it's insane. But really, as the visionary of the brand, I feel so much more freedom to provide that vision, to cast that vision, and to be that voice behind the vision. While she consistently manages all of the projects that we have going on, it has been an immense immense joy to invite her onto our team and to allow her to create this new position within our organization and to create the systems that we were lacking. Literally, I tell all of my friends, my best friends have now hired integrators because I'm like, life with Marissa in it is a much fuller and freer life for me. Until next time, gold diggers, keep on digging your biggest goals. And thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Gold Digger Podcast. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five because you just finished another episode of the Gold Digger podcast. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more, head over to golddiggerpodcast.com for show notes and all the discount codes from today's sponsors. And if you're looking for a new crew of movers and shakers like you to bounce ideas and ask questions, be sure to join my exclusive community for Gold Diggers on Facebook. The link's waiting for you at golddiggerpodcast.com. 